If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. And we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this time around. Shane is actually going to take a back seat, and I am actually going to be the one who's interviewing him. So the roles have reversed a little bit. This is my seventh time on the show, and I'm taking the reins from Shane, and I'm going to be interviewing him. So Wow. Okay, let's up, do listeners. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cece, let me know what you got here. Let's 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 see what you got for the listeners because I actually don't even know. We haven't even prepared anything here for this. This so. is very true. Uh, we are 75-plus episodes in to the Game Time Guru, and you are starting to carve out quite the nice little niche yes, in the I, podcast I so. realm. Yeah, I would <laughs> say so. I would say so. So with that in mind, okay. let's, let's go back to the beginning. Let's talk about, Ooh. in general, let's talk about who Shane Larson is and how he grew up and what led to you enjoying and first your first exposure to sports. Let's go with that. Man, first exposure to sports. Well, that's, that's a great question. So we're going all the way back in time. That's right. a great question. Yeah. So we're going all the way back. Well, the first thing I can remember in sports, quite honestly, was watching the Super Bowl with my mom when I was four years old. It was the Cowboys and the Bills. And that was the first exposure to sports that I truly remember like watching. And I just remember my mom, she was cheering for Emmett Smith, right? So she was cheering. I didn't know who this team was. Didn't know who they were. I was four years old at the time, but they were playing the bills. And I just remember her like screaming, go buddy, go, go. Cause she always just would say that. Right. And mm-hmm. so I just remember that being my first exposure to sports. And then since then, like the next year I continued to watch the games because my mom loved them, loved the Cowboys. My, my uncle loved the Cowboys. So I continued to watch football as well as basketball because I was a jazz fan and so right right. yeah it was easier to follow and the jazz were in their heyday back then and they were a good team so I was always watching the games with my family and and that was just kind of the the thing we were a pretty tight-knit family and basketball was one of those things my dad would just have it on um, and I started just growing into that it was one of my favorite things to do that's actually what I would do to relax like I'd watch my cartoons like Rugrats and stuff but I I started learning to like just love having basketball on and kind of watching it and observing it for sure so would you say that the success that the Cowboys had in the mid to, well, we'll say mid nineties and the, the success that the jazz had in the mid to late nineties, would you say that that was a determining factor in you latching on and kind of not necessarily getting on that bandwagon? Cause I mean, when you're young like that, you don't get on a bandwagon. You just kind of, that's, that's how your, your fandom is shaped. But I mean, was that a contributor? Yeah, I, I believe so. And I think it's it's interesting because if we look at it, a lot of my friends that are around my age, um, there's a couple of teams that come to mind. I have friends that are Niners fans. I have friends that are Cowboys fans. I have friends that are Broncos fans. Right. And if you really think about it, those were some of the major teams back then, especially in the NFC. So, well... Denver's for, AFC. Yeah, right. D- Denver's AFC. But for the, the two powerhouses with the Niners, I was like, you know what? That's probably true because back then was Steve Young's heyday and when I was that age and the Cowboys were going through theirs, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that that was my family's team. Right. And yeah. that was the exposure I had. It was always those teams going on. But yeah, of course, like it always made it easier that both of those teams were winning, the Jazz and the and the Cowboys were always winning. So like it was like, ah, right. I like these teams. They're good. That's since changed. But I still am loyal. <laughs> right, right. And it definitely, I mean, having the jazz close by, it's a geographical thing as well. And I can attest to that growing up in both Colorado and Utah. 
being a Denver Broncos fan, being a Colorado Avalanche fan, and also being a Utah Jazz fan. You know, right. those teams were all three of those teams were very successful in the mid to late 90s. And oh, yeah. so geography definitely plays a part in it as well. Oh, absolutely. And the fact I have family in Utah. So that is another thing, too. We'd go to one jazz game a year when I was growing up. So like forever. And so when I was younger, that's what we got to do. I got to go to jazz Clippers game. Clippers were terrible back then. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, <laughs> they were awful. But yeah, we got to go to a couple of those. We'd go to my grandma's house. We'd drive about 70 miles to Salt Lake. And we'd watch the game come back after the game. So we do that every year. And I think that was a big part because it was only a couple hours from home. It was like three and a half hours to my grandma's house to stay there for the weekend, go to a jazz game, stuff like that. So, yeah, the geographics had a big part to do with it because it just felt like it's close to all my family and it's close to, to my home here in Idaho. Right. So let's fast forward a little bit in time here. Okay. You're a communication major. Yes, sir. You were a communication major through community college and through State University at Boise State. Correct. How did that prepare you? for what would eventually become this podcast and ultimately the Game Time Guru? That's a really good question. And I, man, as a comm major, we had a lot of classes where you had to interact with your classmates, like tons of them. Um, I think the one that stands out to me was actually at our community college. It's actually where I got to know you was our media storytelling class. That's correct. Media storytelling is, storytelling is such a huge skill set that's required for not only podcasting, but for any kind of sports media outlet. You have to be able to tell a story and uh, people don't realize that from the outside. They don't realize that you have to edit things and, and you know, interview ways in ways that kind of get the, the guest to actually tell a story um, that's interesting for the listeners to hear. So that class you know, allowed me to understand, even though it was mainly video, but like video and photography, you learned how to it's tell a story through that and then narration obviously we had to do voiceovers for things um but yeah like going through school as a comm major i had an interviewing class where we had to learn how to interview people mainly for jobs but you learned how to question things you know like how to form questions i should say for for different you know situations and you just learn how to interact with people and for this podcast it's the biggest thing is speaking to people. If I was scared to talk to people, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast because I reach out to people that I don't even know. And I have to either like it, it, some of them are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do a podcast. I'm like, Oh, Oh shoot. Okay. Now what? If I were to, if I would be scared to talk to people, then I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. So yeah, it taught me how to essentially communicate Hence communication major. Right. Hey, there you go. Imagine <laughs> that. Yeah. The, the podcast that I'm now the host of the in the corners podcast uh-huh. through the sinbin.net. Uh, I kind of tweaked the, the format a little bit. There's there's three three segments like three periods in a hockey game. I like it. You've got puck world, which is the ECHL and sometimes AHL and NHL news at large. But then you kind of hone in, and me and a guest host we 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 focus on our home markets in a segment called home cooking. Yeah. So that's the second segment we we hone in on on the markets that we know best, and then the third segment it it's right up the alley there. It's it's called closing time but we kind of loop it back around to something personal. And we've been talking about mental health and we've been talking about concussions. Okay. And Kristen Wooten, our ECHL editor and the gal who covers the Cincinnati Cyclones, she had a story to tell about playing softball at Miami University of Ohio. Okay. And how she got a concussion, how she got multiple concussions and how that was basically fumbled and and not handled correctly by the powers that be and she now she still struggles with light sensitivity and really and things like that and so for her 
to tell that story and for people in general to tell that story, it's the human element. It's not just reporting, you know, the sports stories and the facts right. and things like that. It's it's getting behind that and really focusing on what brings us together as human beings. And that's yeah. the element of storytelling and the element of bringing out a story in each individual. Right. Yeah. And so for you to do that on the Game Time Guru with every single person that you have to, to kind of peel back the curtain and say, hey, you know, here's Sophia Agostinelli. Right. She's a professional women's hockey player for the Connecticut Whale, but she's also working towards her master's degree. Dude. And it's like that all ties together. It's like she's she's not she's a super intelligent gal, but she's also a rugby rugby player, but she's also a professional hockey player. It's like right. there's layers to human beings and there's layers all around. So it's like Shrek. Have you ever watched Shrek before? <laughs> and he talks about the the onion. Ogres, ogres are like onions. I've been watching it on Netflix because <laughs> it's on there, and my son loves it now. All of a sudden, so it's funny you just mentioned the the layers. Okay, Ex- go exactly. Ahead. <laughs> Humans are like onions as well, but I digress. Let's go back into <laughs> <laughs> let's go back into talking about you and interviewing you and peeling back some layers for Shane Larson okay. here. Okay, so you. Can you trace back some of the first seeds that were planted talking about the podcast? What made you and what was the motivation behind starting a podcast that, as you put, quote, delivers a panoramic view on sports? Yeah, man. So this is what I tell everybody. When I was at Boise State, comm major, um, at the time, I was I was what we call a late bloomer when it came to to graduate in college I was you know a little bit older than the the average person so I was 27 years old actually I think at that time I was 28 I was 28 years old and I was in a class full of like 20 year olds 19 year olds stuff like that and I was on my last semester of school and Bob Beeler who does the the play-by-play radio for Boise State football and Boise State basketball right and for Boise State fans they know who he is right so he's a big name I love Boise State growing up here love the guy so uh, he came in as a guest speaker in my interviewing class. It was my class on interviewing. Uh, professor Skidmore was a, the professor. Loved that guy. So anyways, brings in Bob Bueller. I knew he was coming in, so I just prepared tons of questions, right? Just just hella questions ready for him. And I was literally like the only person in the room talking. I'm the 28-year-old kid in the back <laughs> that's like, well, the guy, I shouldn't say kid, the guy in the back <laughs> asking questions like I'm a two-year-old, just like excited to see their their idol, right? So I'm asking so many questions. And one of the questions I asked him was like, hey, you know, for someone who didn't start this, like he he had started his career when he was in high school, like when he was 15 years old, he was helping with play-by-play for schools and sure, stuff. Sure, sure. And so he had a cool story, which on this show I've actually had him on my podcast before. You guys should go back and check it out, Bob Bueller. Awesome, awesome story for him to tell his background. But anyways, he was telling me the background, and and I said, hey, like how can I get into to sports media if I don't have a background like that? You know, like if I'm just starting. And he said the main thing I have to do, and for anybody for that matter, was to record something he's like you have to record something so you need to go home and if you have a computer you need to start recording your voice he's like i don't care if it's just a crappy mic on your computer but you've got to start recording and if it's not for an actual show or anything you need to pretend that there's a game on and if you need to throw a game on you want to practice play-by-play watch a game and start practicing play-by-play for a game that's already been playing and just record it and see how you sound he's like if you don't have something on record there's no way that you can get better one and two you can't put together a resume and so I went home and I, I was like trying to pull up ideas and I'm like, what could I do? I don't want to just talk into a computer. And I was like, man, I, I've always wanted to kind of do my own thing. Um, and I need to have a resume put together. So I said, you know, like let's do something bigger. Let's, let's start a podcast. Um, I listen to sports podcasts all the time. Anyways, I listen to sports radio. Anyways, I could do my own thing and kind of put my own twist onto it and, and I'll do it. And that's kind of how I got started. I, I listened to Bob Bueller say, Hey, go home and record. 
obviously there was other pieces that went into it. Like, Hey, I need to get a logo. I got to get all this stuff like to get onto the podcast. I had right. to do a lot of research for it. Uh, but that was what the initial, you know, the push was, was go record. Yeah. And, and I can definitely attest to that as well. I didn't start writing for the sin bin until I was 30. And okay, so, see, there you and, go. and that was my first writing gig. I mean, I, I got on with you when I was, when I was 29 Mm-hmm. And so, and started writing for the Game Time Guru and, and putting my stuff out there a little bit. But when it came to, you know, when it came to any professional media outlet, I, I didn't have any experience. But the the stuff that I did with you uh-huh. in writing about, you know, hockey in North America, hockey in the United States, as opposed to Canada, and you know, football leagues over the years, and you know, other leagues that players go, I cut my teeth on that. And so to, to get that opportunity and for anybody listening out there, it doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, if you want to write and you want to, if you want a podcast and you're passionate about sports, then you need to, you need to do it. Like Shane was saying, because now with this podcast that I kind of started on the side when I was writing for the Sinbin in November of 2017, I started to do this podcast on the side and talk about the steelheads and, and do this and do that. And now I am the host of the main flagship podcast for the sinbin.net. And it, and all you have to do is take that step out exactly. like Shane here and, and just do it. Just start somewhere. It's, it's crazy to see this. We got, we need to take a second and talk about your progression here. And I was just thinking this when we were talking before the show too, is just in life in general, but like for your specific sports media background, it is so impressive the progression from two years ago when you and I met, like as far as talking about coming onto the show, writing and stuff, sure. till now. Like you just went over it, but that's in a short amount of time. But it's because you took the dive to get start. Like, hey, let's go. And then when you did take the dive, you started learning what you were good at and you started building upon that and you did your own thing. It's crazy how you can see the progression mm-hmm. in just two years. Some people just don't want to do that. They don't want to, they're like, well, two years is a long time. No. And the grand scheme of things, that whole time, were you not learning that whole two years? Like you were having fun learning, right? Right. Absolutely. I mean, I was a Applying past knowledge from, you know, sound editing in regards to, you know, just simply editing sermons from church, right. you know, something okay. like that. And, and to, to get familiar with editing software that way. And then, like I said, uh, the podcast that I did on the side, just kind of independently and doing interviews with players for the Steelheads and the head coach, Neil Graham. And, and just, yeah, it was a learning process through and through. And I was only seven episodes into the podcast and, Matthew Harding, Joe Rizicki, they both came to me and said, hey, Harding is stepping down. Bobby Metcalf is stepping down, his co-host. We want you to take over the podcast because we're impressed with the work that you've done so far. See, that's awesome. Yeah, well, and it's awesome what, what you're doing. Every single week you've done it diligently. You've put it out for a year and a half now. Right. You know, and it's just at first it kind of it kind of started off a little slow because you're finishing up college at Boise State. Yeah. But it's been like clockwork. And that's the thing is you have to be dedicated enough to do it every single week and to right. do it and to put it out and to find the guests and to seek them out. And the leads will just keep coming around. Right. You know, we talked about that before we started recording. It's just like how you know oh yeah i gave you this lead about this person for esports i gave you this lead about this person you know with sophia like i talked about with the you know national women's hockey league it's just these things build on each other and exactly and that's the thing is to put yourself out there and to surround yourself with people that will lift you up and encourage you and and walk alongside you in this journey you know whatever it is that's the goal exactly and that's the ticket exactly speaking of which okay the interviewing all the people that I just mentioned. 
you have talked with folks from the football world. You've talked with folks from broadcasting lines of work. You've talked about MMA. You've, you've interviewed an ESPN personality and yes. Adnan Verk. Um, you've talked basketball, you've talked hockey mainly with me, <laughs> but you've also recently produced a four part mini series on esports, yes, which is becoming just this huge thing. I mean, they're, they're selling out, you know, big arenas in LA and just Shaq is on board and everything like that. It's just, it's been building momentum over the years. Huge, yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and probably part of the reason why you did a four part mini series on it was to give it more exposure and to kind of dive in for, for your sake as well. But what is next? What is the next step for the game time guru? I mean, you've covered all these topics. You're getting into the seventies and the eighties in regards to the episode count. What does your vision for the future of this podcast look like? Man, it's, it's a really good question. And I'm kind of one of those guys that kind of takes things as they come, but I've also been doing a lot of research as far as like what I can do to continue to grow the brand. The cool thing about sports is though, CC is that there's always something going. And the, the whole point of my podcast is to be able to dive into all things sports. So like I've had so many opportunities to touch base on so many different, um, different sports and different, you know, uh, at different levels, like Sophia Gustinelli, that's female professional hockey player. Like nobody knew about that league that was from over here. Like all my friends had no clue that existed. Now they do. So like, if I can find these, these little like things that, aren't so well known mm-hmm. and and continue to find guests that are willing to share their stories um i, I think i'm going to continue to do that because it's going to continue to bring exposure to all these sports that need to be you know shown like have the light shine on them um with that i want to also continue to build eventually i'm going to get my website back up and actually clean i want to have a website where i can have written content can everything have everything organized and hosted on my own platform I want to build my own brand. I have merchandise now. I have I have T-shirts that I sell um, that I can have with the Game Time Guru branding, and that's what's crazy about it is if you would ask me two years ago when I was about to start this thing up, and I was like, eh, I'm just gonna have it as a resume. I'll put it on a, a USB drive and just have my MP3 files here if I want to. Right now that like I have this, I instead of wanting to use it as a resume builder, I kind of want to build my own brand. You know what I mean? I just I, I kind of want to keep it as my own brand. Sure. And if something comes of it later, cool. But I want to be able to go talk to people and be like, hey, I'm, I'm Shane Larson from the Game Time Guru. Not like not necessarily saying like, hey, I'm Shane Larson. I have all this experience. Here's my take. No, I, I'm Shane Larson, host of the Game Time Guru podcast. And I want to be able to make a name for myself. So, I, I mean, are we there yet? No. Like, I'm a far ways away from that. But from day one till now, I mean, it's it seems like it's grown pretty well. And, I, and I'm trying to be as humble as possible because, like, I don't see – I don't – I'm not saying, like, we're far ahead right now, but uh, – <laughs> Compared to day one, like I said, it, we're light years ahead, and it's it's awesome. It's cool to see because I've branched out onto different sports and been able to meet so many people. They then share it with their friends and their family members and people in their niches, and and then all of a sudden I've got people. I've got esports fans listening to the Game Time Guru podcast, which is awesome. Like right, I've got these right. people from that mini series I just did, and and I would love to do more mini series um, episodes like and put put together those because I had such a, a good reception from those. So that's another thing for the Game Time Guru. I'm expecting to put together a mini series. I would love to. I just interviewed a college football referee, which will be posted in about two weeks for that episode. But based on that response, I actually would love to do a, a mini series on referees from different sports because Ooh. listening to his perspective was awesome and it kind of got the 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 mind turning a little bit. And I was like, dude, we need to do another mini series because people like mini series. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm going to do a little bit more of that, put some mini series documentaries together, maybe once every quarter, uh, do four a year if possible and, and put those together. So 
that sounds exciting. That sounds like a great idea. Always growing, trying to do new things, you know. Of course, of course. And and just the the idea and the world of refereeing, I mean, those guys they they handle a lot of criticism and they handle a lot of uh, a lot of heat. Oh and yeah. So to to see how different people at different levels in different sports handle that. Yeah. That's that's going to be a that's going to be a podcast. You'll, you'll learn on that one. You'll at least learn on the episode with with uh my my guy coming up that um they don't get paid enough for it either. Like you you'd be surprised, man. They just they just don't they simply don't get paid enough for the right. crap they have to deal with. And the people like myself that play and yell at the referees <laughs> and have done so my entire life I definitely felt so bad after doing that interview. So anyways, yeah, yeah, they don't get paid enough. That's one thing you'll learn. It'll it'll definitely give listeners a bit of more respect for them. Right? Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, Shane, that's really all I've got. Oh, I appreciate I mean, it. Yeah, I appreciate you asking me to come on here yes. and to, to spit some questions your way and to, to get to know Shane Larson, the game time guru, a little bit better because you're gaining momentum. Like you said, you've come a long way from day one. I've been... I've been a part of it. It's been exciting to see you grow. It's been exciting to see the podcast grow. And I just wish Godspeed to you, man. I appreciate you, yeah, man. Of course. I appreciate you too. Dude, <laughs> dude I know. Like, and, and just real quick before we sign off, I've just, uh, the reason I asked you to come on and for all the listeners out there, like the reason I've asked CC to come on the show and do this for me is because he's been loyal. He's helped me out. He's been, like you said, seventh time. Um, you Seven reached time. out to me and were willing to come on and be like the hockey expert. So that's what I'm like. That's what I love is the fact that like you've been with me since like pretty much day one. Uh, so I appreciate it. And that's, we need to give you a little bit of respect here because of the hard work you've been putting in the progress you've shown. So it's like an honor to be working with you side by side. So appreciate oh, you, man. It, it, it goes both ways. I, I appreciate it's an, you. It's an honor. I appreciate you. And yeah, there's going to be good things coming down the pike for the game time guru. You got that right. Yeah. So I hope you guys all enjoyed the uh, interview and CC flipped the script on me today. So got to know the guru a little bit better and uh, you know the drill. Go subscribe to the show. If you can give it five stars, make sure to check out CC's podcast. Can you explain where they can find it one more time, please? Yes. It's the sinbin.net. The sinbin does have an app. There is is an app for that. And you can also find us on Mixler, M-I-X-L-R. Um, it goes live every Monday night during the regular season, the ECHL regular season, which is starting up soon. Uh, 6.30 Mountain, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. Wow. You got the time zones memorized and everything, man. I, I do what I can. Dude, <laughs> t- time zones memorized. Yeah, that's that, what I was Yeah, because yeah, yep. okay, like, did I just say that right? You guys know the drill. Check it all out. Go find CC, and we'll talk to you next week. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.